Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my. It's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and I am here with our lovely co-host, PK. Patricia Kirkman, how are you tonight? I'm hanging in by my fingernails, as you can tell by my voice. Uh, Can I I just get get over the hump? I'm working on it, though, guys. I'm working. Oh, Good for you. Well, we're so glad you were able to join us for tonight because I know when you're not feeling well, it's, it's really tough to get anything done. But tell us about what's going on. We've got <laughs> the world is going nuts. So tell us about it. What's happening? Well, I think what we have to remember more than anything else is that this month is a review of all of last year. We're getting it from umpteen different directions because it deals with our creative side, it deals with communications of all forms, and it deals with gossip. Now, one of the things that we have to take a look at is if we pay attention to our creativity, we're going to be able to make maximize what's taking place this month. But the gossip side, that's going to come back and bite us in the butt if we're not careful. We're going to have to watch our mouths. If things are just slipping out because there's that for practicality of the actual year we're in and the reviewing of where we were in the past, which was nice. Last year was more fun. There were more socialization and whatever. And here we are now dealing with being pinned down, pushed to the wall, if you will, because we are restricted and limited to the nth degree. But this is an excellent time if you need to make any financial adjustments or possibly redoing any loans or anything like that, because you're going to find that you're going to be more creative about what you're putting together. Allow the scattered side to be pulled back a little bit. Take those deep breaths. Take a look at things. Analyze it before you speak and before you do anything. Because, as I said, this month is a review of last year. There were good things that were taking place then. Each month for the next three months is going to give us a lot of issues to work with, work on, and even run away from if we can. So mm. that's where we stand at the moment, and I just would like everybody to enjoy the good parts that we can. I can't say go socialize, etc., because we're just not up to doing that, but we can be creative and share anything from our artwork to our ideas or anything that we can put together to share with somebody else that's going to be uplifting to their overall well-being. Just a thought. Yeah, I think it's great. And, you know, we can share on all these different social media platforms and 
on Zoom and Skype and other places where we can connect with each other. So there's options. I know they're not ideal sometimes, but they're there. So at least we have them. So, That's going to be oh the name goodness. of the game probably till the end of the year. Yes, I agree with you. I think it's absolutely true. Now, I'm sorry I did to say that, want but... to. I know, really. It's like people are like, come on. Yeah, but well, hey, you know. I get these it's, nasty it's what is. Why are you saying that? I'm not putting out bad news. <laughs> it's what's going on. If you're prepared it for is... it, you can get over it and get through it. That's it's right. what you ignore yeah, that's going to bite us in the backside. You know, and that's always the way because it does, it can't stay down forever. It's going to come surface. So might as well deal with it however you can. Yes. Now, I wanted to mention, because you know you're a great fan of Captain Kramer. So am I. And he's been on the show a couple of times. And Mm -hmm. last time he was on, he said they are tracking uh, five different stages. I guess he's part of a military operation that runs stats. And he was, remember, talking about the uh, what was coming about with COVID. He was one of the first people to warn us about it and right. said it's going to be terrible, and he was right, and he had a lot of information he passed on to us and our audience before it really hit. And then on last show, he was talking about these different stages, you know, another COVID surge, and then Russia and China becoming a problem. Um, and certainly we've seen Russia is testing some type of a weapon in space, and China has sent a whole bunch of their ships over to the coast of Ecuador. So there's some mm-hmm. troubling signs here that go right along with what Captain Kramer said. But then he went to stage five, which was the most startling of all. And that's where he said there's going to be an alien presence here. And he didn't divulge a lot of information about the alien presence other than they're, they're not, it's not going to be the nice-looking Pleiadians with the blonde hair and blue eyes. So he said they're not going to look like us. And he said they may be insectoids, six, seven feet tall with six legs. So anyways, that was really startling. And, you know, to hear this, but at the same time, I know Captain Kramer doesn't make stuff up. And you do too. I mean, he really tries to, he said, just going to get crazier and crazier. So anyways, today I was trolling the Internet. I went to Above Top Secret, which is a wonderful site, and they had part of an interview uh, with Alexander Semenovich, who is known as a military commander of the USSR in Russia. And you'll understand why I'm talking about this, because he has devoted himself entirely to the service of Russia. He's an analyst, a scientist, and he's been involved with a lot of this UFO stuff. So... He said he's 73 years old. He's seen a lot, and he can't be silent anymore. He says he also can't sleep peacefully. He can't walk the streets and see young people idly walking by who have no idea what is really happening in the country and in the world. He says, I am sick of watching TV, reading newspapers everywhere, sheer lies. It hurts me unbearably. For the younger generation, so much so that my heart is about to stop. Nobody knows the truth, he said. The world is discussing elections in the United States, conflicts in Turkey and other countries. In Russia, they do not even discuss their own elections in general. Everyone is concerned about where to go for a vacation cheaper. But these elections are the last for everyone. 
for everyone, I repeat, there will no longer be such a world that we see with you this summer. Everything will change dramatically soon. Now, again, remember what I just said from Captain Kramer. So he goes on from here. This is all on our Facebook page. If you haven't been there to read this, I highly recommend you go take a peek at it. So he talks about watching these movies of alien invasions. And he says, it's all true. I recently watched a movie about an alien attack and was surprised at how accurately the director showed the truth. And at the same time, you think you're watching a fairy tale. First of all, the military knows that aliens are not fiction at all, but a cruel and sad reality. All signed papers on non-disclosure of information. Who do you think controls the entire defense surface? USA are the same pawns. I remember the very first time I encountered this, I was in such horror for several months. When we were warned that next month we would train at the base and they would be there. We were instructed, prepared for the meeting. We signed papers on non-disclosure of state secrets. And then we, the boys in uniform, were told that only after 20 years information about them, society, they would carefully handle the population. Films, stories, newspapers. Then there will be those who will begin to research the topic and will publish information themselves. Everything is being done according to plan. Isn't this interesting? Mm. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It goes on, and I want to urge you all to go to our Facebook page and read the rest of this. He has a lot of information on abductions and how our governments have sold us out. I've said this for years that that's one of the big reasons they didn't want to reveal anything on disclosure is because all of this would come out. So anyways, Captain Kramer did say disclosure is on the way, and certainly the Pentagon has said that they are going to be issuing a report saying that they do, in fact, have ET crafts, things that were not made here. So we're all waiting for that report, but again, it's been announced. They are going to share that information So it's another tidbit that's getting us all ready for stage five. So very interesting and and very, it could be disturbing. It could be wonderful. I don't know. But I've also heard, um, and I think you have too, some of the prophecies that when Trump gets elected in November, which has been predicted many times over by our guests, he's going to be the last president, period. And that is what this military officer is saying. Same thing. So there's a lot of these pieces that we've been uh, talking about in our shows over the years, and it looks like they all are coming together. So very interesting time to be alive. That is for sure. So you got to watch what happens next, I guess. So there you have it. Now, we can no longer back, go back to leave it to beaver times. <laughs> no, those, those days are over. They're gone. Yeah. Way past. More like War of the Worlds or something. I don't know. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a very interesting time. And, and we've all heard, too, from our guests. There's good ETs, there's bad ETs, and there's also interdimensional, same thing. So who knows what's going to show up. But according to Captain Kramer, it is going to be an ET presence. So we'll see. We'll see. So uh, fasten your seatbelts, everybody. It's going to right. be an interesting ride. <laughs> Beyond the so, boat, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, right. 
Okay, well, tonight we have a wonderful topic we're going to move to. And that topic is one of our favorites, crystal skulls. And we have the expert with us tonight, Joshua Shapiro. Now, these skulls, they have mystified and tantalized us for years. Do they possess supernatural powers, healing powers? Do they know our past? Do they also know our future? Now, Joshua has been involved with the crystal skulls since 1983 when he saw one made out of amethyst in Northern California. He felt such a strong connection with this artifact that since that time, he has devoted his life and resources to sharing the best information he can about these crystalline artifacts. So he shares this all over the world, and he wants to support, of course, world peace. He has had an opportunity to privately visit with a number of the well-known crystal skulls in the world, including the Mitchell Hedges Crystal Skull of Love, E.T., the British Museum of Crystal Skull, Synergy, and AMI, among others. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Now, Joshua is the author of many books, including his first book about the crystal skulls entitled Mysteries of the Crystal Skulls Revealed. And he's here with us tonight. Joshua, welcome to the show. Always a pleasure to be on your show, Patricia and PK. Thank you for inviting me back. Lucky to have you. with pleasure. Yes, yes. And we're talking about something so fun and so powerful and so beautiful. So tell us about your first experience with the Amethyst Skull in Northern California. What happened? Well, um, up to that point in time, like everybody else, Many people had watched uh, Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World, and we had mm-hmm. seen, you know, the Mitchell Hedges skull shown in the introduction. So, you know, we knew about crystal skulls, and I had no thought whatsoever that I would ever be involved in it. I just thought it was interesting. I was more involved with UFOs and the New Age at this moment of time. But anyway, I had a friend who um, invited me to her bookstore, and um, this was after I had become involved with Crystal Skulls. And we actually had our first book out that you mentioned, which is co-authored by Nasseria Nobone along with myself. And so um, I was going to, to the store for, to – no, actually I'm wrong. We hadn't done the book yet. Um, I had my other book. My first book was out, Journeys of an Aquarian Age Networker. See, it's very easy to get confused when you've been involved for over 35 years. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, I, I remember there was a book that I was bringing for her to sell. It was that one. And uh, so while I was there visiting with her one time, she pulls out these pictures of this amethyst crystal skull. Ami, you pronounced the name right. Although that oh, we didn't yeah. know it by that name in 1983. It was just called the amethyst crystal skull. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, what happened is I'm looking at this picture, and all of a sudden I start feeling uh, like <clears throat> I call it an inner earthquake. I was vibrating fiercely inside, which you know I, now I know that that's a recognition that you have encountered something with your soul knows or is connected to your purpose in life. And so I thought that was interesting. And then there was a real earthquake that happened shortly thereafter. And, of course, the picture was sitting on the table, and it was vibrating with the earthquake. So it was like there was an inner and outer earthquake. So they got my attention. But then I don't know how this happened because it was so many years ago. But somehow through the picture, 
the skull was communicating with me, and it was saying, we are returning, like they had been lost or something for a long time. We're coming back, and we're going to help humanity to create world peace. So now that you know, Joshua, what are you going to do about it? So, you know, what, of course, as an Aries, I thought, this is a challenge. i got to find out what's going on with this. And so I call that day one of being a crystal skull explorer, although I didn't call myself that at that time. And mm-hmm. then a couple of weeks later, I was invited to see the actual skull. And so they had it in a, a vault. It was with a group of Hispanic businessmen. They had apparently made a deal with a Mayan priest from Mexico who had access to this, to this crystal skull, along with some other um, ancient Mayan artwork, and the agreement was if uh, they gave the Mayan priest a loan to help his poor village, and if he repaid the loan, he would get the skull back, which he never did. So a few years after I saw the skull, they claimed it, I think in 85, they claimed the skull. They were now the owners because the Mayan priest didn't pay him back. And then eventually in 1999, no, not 1999, I think it was 2009, the skull was eventually sold and um, even though I talked to the attorney who made the sale, he, he couldn't, because of client privilege, talk about who actually bought the skull. So for 11 oh, years now, to me, is, is with a private owner who does not reveal who, they, who he, she, they are. And I, I have a, like a telepathic communication with the skull, and I know it's very unhappy. It would like to do what many of the other crystal skulls are doing with some of the other guardians, including ourselves. We have like 30 30 skulls also, is, you know, to share them with people. Yeah. So uh, they enjoy meeting their brother and sister skulls, and they also enjoy being with people so that they can help them either with different situations going on in their life or uh, activate their gifts or take them through a healing process or uh, tell them, hey, you're supposed to be a guardian too, and then those people feel they have to get their own crystal skulls. So that's that's kind of how it, it started for me. Now, I don't know if you will allow me to change subject, but I would like to make comment about this UFO stuff that you just talked yeah, about. Yeah, would you Could please I do that? go ahead? Of course. Okay. okay, yeah. So first let me just say what my background is so people understand that I can make such a comment. Um, In my world travels, um, I've had my own uh, UFO contacts as well as networking with many of the researchers and people involved. Plus also the crystal skulls are intricately linked with, I call them the galactics. I don't like extraterrestrials. I call them galactics. That's a nice term. I like that. Yeah, so I call them galactic. So um, so it's kind of like crystal skulls, UFO, to me it's the same subject because they're so interconnected. So, and uh, being Aries, you know, when I, when I get interested in a subject, I go 100% to study it. So like, for mm-hmm. example, I reread uh, Colonel Corso's book about Roswell and what happened to all the technologies because I figured there's things I forgot. And, you know, and uh, and I'm going to say this, and I can't prove it, of course, but I know that some of my guides are galactics. Um, there's one, why can't I remember it? Uh, there's two 
two constellations that start with an A. One is Andromeda Arcturus. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you a story to show you that I have this connection because it's connected with a crystal skull. So it's a beautiful story. So while we were living in Seattle, Katrina and I, we met this woman who was able to draw spirits, and she's very good at it. She's so good, I even had her in one of my books, uh, the novel that I've done, which came out in 2000 and, um, let's see, 16 or 17, um, maybe 18, I don't know. I Again, like I say, when you start getting into your 60s, you forget you know, when everything starts happening, it starts becoming a blur. But anyway, <laughs> in the blur. novel, she helped me to draw, you know, because I like to have illustrations. I know a lot of novels today, they don't, but I think that a book's no good unless you can illustrate it. So she helped with illustrations. Anyway, one of our crystal skulls is called Rosalita. It is a 13-pound, two-piece rose quartz skull that's based on the measurements of the Mitchell Hedges skull. We have some friends in China. Our carvers are very good, and they were able to make the skull in rose quartz, which they gifted us, which was probably around, um, again, I can't remember years. I'm going to guess like 2014 or so we we received this skull. And um, Rosalita, let's see, what was I going into with Rosalita? Gosh, this is terrible. Now I forgot the experience <laughs> I was going to tell you. Well, tell you me what I said in the, the beginning. You were talking about the connection to the galactics. And right. so I'm wondering if you were going down that road with this particular skull being connected to the Arcturians or Andromedans oh, or somebody what, like that's that. That's what it was, the Arcturians. Okay. So, but I don't know why I'm bringing up Rosalita. I'm I'm jumping into too many stories here. I hope your audience is <laughs> okay. finding this a little bit uh you know, hilarious because I'm this is what happens sure when you get involved in human wow, paranormal so subjects. Many pieces. Yeah, right. there's a lot of pieces so, to this. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I remember why. So she meditated with Rosalita and she made a drawing and she said it was for me. And it was of a galactic, okay, but it was a feminine mm-hmm. uh, presence with an elongated head. And so I didn't know who this was. I didn't recognize it. So anyway, I got involved in in um, interviewing spiritual mediums. And one spiritual medium, I think she lives in Hawaii now, you know, she did some very long sessions with me. And one time, I think we were talking to the Arcturians, and she said, you had a past life when you were in Atlantis, which would make sense because crystal skulls were in Atlantis in their temples. I definitely remember that. And you had this mm-hmm. sis, kind of like a sister who was from Arcturus because in in that time the Arcturians could come onto the earth and have contact with the Atlanteans. So the reason I'm bringing this up is when she said that, then I realized the picture that was drawn from Rosalita was this Arcturian. Okay? <clears throat> and she mm-hmm. even gave me her name, which I've forgotten. But what I what happens to me is as a result of that, I feel like, their ship now again i can't prove this and and they can't come down here because our vibration is too low for them but i feel like she's on board the ship and she's one of many ships that we cannot see we can only perceive it through our spiritual gifts and they're kind of you know sending us loving energy and healing energy and so on 
So this is one of my experiences with a contact, what I would call a galactic guide. So now coming back to the information that was said by these other people. So the first thing I know for a fact, again, you know, listeners can decide, they can do their own research, is the is the galactics, both positive and negative, have been connected to our Earth for a very, very long time. And it isn't like ancient aliens where they went away and now they're coming back. Some of them never left. They've been here for mm -hmm. a very, very yes. long time. And probably, let's see, see, I got, I, I have this voice. See, when I do my private sessions, I have a voice that talks to me. And the voice is saying that the genetics that we have as humanity, they kind of breeded with us or something like that. And I recall right. that there was one... Um, and again, I can't remember names anymore, but he's a very well-known abductee or contactee with the Greys. He was told when he was working with them that in our DNA, we have things because it's a combination from so many different galactic races that once we become awakened, which is what's happening right now, even though the world's looking crazy right now, this process of awakening and having our gifts come out and everything, that we may become into a race that has never existed before because we have all, like, these components from many different galactics that are inside mm -hmm. of us. So coming back to the statements made, so it's impossible that we are the only intelligent race in the entire universe, okay? I think most right. people accept that that can't be true. Why would God just make one planet out of all the trillions and billions and zillions and quadrillions of planets that exist, which they're starting to be able to see with these advanced telescopes right now? He would just say, okay, the Earth, that's the only place I'm going to put intelligent life. So we, we know that there's other in intelligent beings, but the key, I think, is is even though something is getting ready to come up with this, because I keep hearing you know, like there's going to be disclosure. But disclosure has already happened because the whistleblowers are talking about the secret projects that are going on already. Like uh, I just saw yeah, uh, Laura, Laura Eisenhower talk to, I think his name was Tony Rodriguez, who claims he was taken at 10 years of age. He was put into the secret space force. He went through a whole bunch of stuff for 20 years. Then they brought him back, re regressed him to you know, his age at 10, 30 minutes afterwards, he had no memory of it till he started to remember now. So he's talking about that we've, we've already been in outer space. We're already having contact with all of these beings that are going on, you know, the uh, uh, super space force or secret space force, whatever they're calling it. And he said that a lot of the people he met out there look like us. They were very similar in uh, shape and form. And Almost all of them are humanoid, meaning one had two arms, two legs, although they may be right. different. So the, the idea of disclosure is I think it's already happening. The governments can't do it because if they start talking about it, then people will know they've lied since at least 1947 when Roswell <laughs> crashed, but actually right. it's been since the 1930s. The US well, government, and also, I, I don't mean to interrupt, yeah. but I do want to share with you and that they do have a PR campaign going on right now that's rebranding UFOs, and it's basically right. now calling them UAPs, you know. And that's mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, they said there was too much baggage 
with the term UFO. So they decided to change it to UAPs. And all of this, okay. uh, you know, these little tidbits they're sending out, like the Tic Tac thing, and, and now the Pentagon coming out and talking right. about uh, the fact they have, this is all part of their campaign. So go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to share. No, that. but you're right. So so this is in process, and but what I keep having visions of, and I even wrote a story like this, which I never finished, um, is that a human being will pair up with a galactic, and they will start traveling to share with people, so people don't go crazy, because like probably the younger people. They may be able to deal with it when they start coming out, you know, more publicly. And people like my age, you know, well, for me, I'm already prepared for it because they're telepathically talking with me all the time. And a lot of times, too, in the sessions I do, I will have a reading for what I call a star person, which is a person whose soul comes from another planet, but they felt the cries of their brothers and sisters here, you know, trying to live a more harmonious and peaceful life. So they agreed to be incarnated as a human being because what difference does it make to the soul? If you're incarnated on another planet or you're incarnated here, when you finish your life, you're going to still go to the same place, the heavens, the inner dimension. Right. Yeah. So a lot of these uh, galactics incarnated as human beings took the memory veil so they wouldn't remember where they're from. And then, of course, they went through an activation process, some of them remembering who they were so that they could do the positive work that's here. Then the other thing that we need to remember is is that we are not the only intelligent life that's living here. I, again, I can't prove this, but I know it's true. I, I absolutely know this is true. There are underground cities from descendants of Atlantis and Lemuria that exist. And then there's mm-hmm. the people that live inside the earth on the hollow surface, which they have pictures on the Internet if you want to see the openings at the North Pole. There's pictures where you can clearly see there's an opening at the North Pole. And these people that live in, in the hollow earth, they are like the galactics. They're more advanced spiritually. Some of them are very tall. And if there's anywhere on the planet where the galactics are, are going to be welcome, it's going to be inside with those people that live there. So there's so much that's going on right now that's getting ready to come out that it's unbelievable. And all I can say to your listeners, if you've never heard of some of these things, just go on the Internet and do research. I've been watching all kinds of YouTube videos, not just to understand what's going on with the pandemic and all of that stuff, but also on all these other subjects, there's many people who are totally sharing about these things. Now, the other thing for me is is that I think why I accept this or embrace these ideas is it's coming from soul knowledge. In other words, when I touch something and I totally resonate with it, I'm trusting my inner self to say, hey, there's something here. This is beautiful and wonderful. So the reason why I wanted to to talk about this is because in my visions, what I see, even though they're, even though we're going through a very intense time right now, and even though there are some of the galactics who are not very friendly and they've been causing a lot of problems for us on the earth, there still are many loving ones that are also there. And in my vision, uh, what I see for the future is I see that we're going to have peace 
total peace on this planet between 2037 and 2040. Now, there's two pieces of information I have to support this. First thing is, and this is part of a free ebook. There are three free ebooks I'm offering to all of your listeners. If any of them are interested, I'll give some information towards the end how they can get this. But this is in one of the free ebooks. When I was in Brazil, which is one of those places that has a really high vibrational frequency, I don't know what I was doing or what was happening to me, but who I will become in our future, and his name is called Argus. In this lifetime, he wrote through me and he started describing what it's going to be like between 2037 and 2040. And what he's Mm -hmm. describing is total peace, galactics walking amongst us. We have access to all the advanced technology, which some of the uh, UFO researchers talk about that, you know, the secret government, they have all this stuff, they're using it, time travel and, and, and teleportation and whatever you can imagine, spacecraft, the whole thing. Um, and the other clue that came up in an interview that uh, Carrie Cassidy did. See, there's too many things I'm doing right now. It's really going nuts. <laughs> Carrie Cassidy interviewed a guy last name Woods. I can't remember his first name. He apparently was working on these secret projects, and he knew about Project Looking Glass. You guys know about Project Looking Glass? Yes. No, mm-hmm. not aware of it. You okay, don't? So oh, tell, me, tell PK about it. Okay, oh, so please. let me break briefly describe. So what Mr. Wood said is they took a part of the uh, Stargate. They have a Stargate just like on the TV show where they step on this device and they're able to travel through time and space to another location that has another Stargate. They took uh, components from the Stargate and they built this device called a looking glass. The purpose of the looking glass was you sit with it and your thoughts and your vibrational frequency activates, well, let's say you're thinking, let's use a practical example. I'm sure the people who used this, this was not what they were using it for. Say you want to start a new business and you have like 10 different ideas. You know, I'm not sure which one of them should I use. So you would sit with Project Looking Glass and it would show you the probabilities of what that future would be like, okay? So probably it's showing it visually and it has to do with the vibrational frequency of the person and what they're asking about or what they're thinking about. So the reason why I'm bringing up Project Looking Glass is Mr. Wood said something that was unbelievable. He said that, you know, in the beginning when they had it back in the 60s and 70s, I guess, maybe the 80s, it was working really well. And these people had their nefarious plans, and they were looking to see which direction is going to work the best for them. Not for the people of humanity, but for them. However, I think after 2012, like December 21st, 2012, that the looking glass would only show them one future and one future only, and it wasn't the future they wanted, which means it was a positive future. So the reason I'm bringing it up is I was looking for some evidence or proof of something that was going on to confirm what Argus is talking about in the future. And so when I heard about Project Looking Glass and it was only showing this one possible future, then I believe that that's correct. So mm-hmm. even though these these guys that you're quoting, and I think isn't this guy Kramer one of those people that went to Mars? Is that the one you're he talking is. about? Yes. Okay, because I saw him on YouTube also. Um, They have seen 
some of the not-so-nice extraterrestrials. They've had contact with them. But if the information that I'm being presented now, which is connected to the pandemic, is true, the positive ones are working like with Trump and other people who are not announcing what they're doing and they're cleaning up the planet right now. So, again, Mr. Wood said there were two scenarios that they were aware of. One was a scenario where, uh, let's call them the deep state, because that's what everybody's calling them now. Uh, They won. They had total control, but they destroyed the surface of the planet. But they had these cities built underground, so they just went to live underground until the surface was, um, you know, reborn, so to speak. But then the other scenario was that we would see total peace. So what I've received from my future self is this vision of total peace, and I can't see anything else. And I believe that basically what's happening right now, and the crystal skulls are involved in this too because these are ancient tools that were used by very advanced cultures in our past for healing and sharing very positive energy and and vibrations to take the planet into a higher state. All these sacred tools are starting to come back and this knowledge and information about the true history of the planet is starting to come back. So I am a proponent for a positive future. It is going to happen. We are in the process. And, of course, the reason why we're going through the mess that we are now is because you have to release that which is no longer working to allow what's new. Give up the old for the new. And that's what I think is happening. Except the truth is coming out everywhere. I mean, if you really go onto YouTube and you watch the videos, like, I don't know if you want me to to say this or not about the pandemic. Do I have permission or should we wait? Of course. Yeah, you can talk about whatever you'd like. Okay. So I'm just going with my flow. I'm like, I don't know who's working through me here, but they have a lot of stuff they want me to say, apparently. I guess they do. (laughs) Yeah. So it's really weird. So anyway, there are medical doctors who are saying on YouTube videos, because everybody now is saying, oh, you got to wear a mask, you know, in order to protect everything. They're saying that those masks, number one, may, may offer you no protection whatsoever, and number two, that they're actually going to make your health worse because you're preventing yourself from breathing in the natural uh, air and, uh, and the substances that are around us and so on. So, and then the other thing that was very interesting is there was a, a video done, but I didn't, I think I only saw a very tiny piece of it, where these medical, medical doctors came out, a whole bunch of them, I think they met in Washington, D.C., and they were talking about what they were finding going on with this um, virus. And, and this went on YouTube, and it was immediately removed. And they especially were supporting what President Trump was talking about, and I can never remember the name of that, um, I don't even know, I guess it's a medicine that's used for malaria and with zinc that's been very effective. Exactly, I I knew you would know that, so that's why I didn't try to memorize it, Patricia. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, and and then I, I heard from some other doctors who said the same thing, and then they would try to go and get a prescription of that, and the medical supply places refused to give them. So this is all very strange type things, but I think what it is is we all knew something of this nature had to come up eventually. And, uh, oh, and now this is, now I have to tell you another experience, so this is where it comes in. 
Okay, so I told you this uh, when we talked privately, Patricia, so the listeners understand it. So when I lived in Las Vegas, I think this was in 1990-91, I was minding my own business going to McDonald's, and I'm kind of fearless. I always think I'm protective. And I heard a loud screech behind me, and the next thing I know, my vision is going from light to dark, and two days later I find myself strapped down in a hospital bed. So what I was, awesome. what I found out after this, because then I lost consciousness and came back on the third day, is I was in a coma. A van had struck me from behind. Okay, Ugh. so probably if I would have looked what was coming at me, my subconscious mind would have gone, "Oh no, I'm going to be injured or I'm going to be killed. I could have been in ser- serious problem." Because I didn't turn around. Uh, I still had some physical pain, and I was low energy when I came back, but it wasn't serious, okay? So I call it a miracle. But the thing is, I I remember, every time I think about this, I get this vision in my mind of being at a meeting. Like, the only way I can compare this to is anybody who's seen Star Wars, not the first movies that came out time-wise, but in the series, like, you know, the number one in the series, where Princess mm-hmm. Amidala goes to this big meeting with on Trantor with beings from all over the universe. You know, they have their representative. I was at a meeting like that. That's what I see. And they were talking oh, about my. the Earth. And I think I was, I agreed before I was born to do this because they needed people from Earth so I could participate when they were talking about how can we help our human family on earth, what kinds of plans and projects can we do? And so they showed me the future. But then when I came back, and I remember this distinctly, it looked like um, a door, but it was all black on the other side. And I knew if I went through that door, I would come back to the earth. And there was some masculine person or galactic who apparently I knew fairly well, although I had no clue who this was, although he shows up in one of my novels, so... Maybe I know who he was. Anyway, I'm begging him, please allow me to remember everything that I saw while I was here. i got to tell everyone what's coming. So we're sorry, you can't remember. However, I will tell you, as things happen in your reality at certain times, you will know, you will have an understanding about what's going on. So it's like when the pandemic hit and they start talking about it here in the United States, I knew right away that... This was totally orchestrated for the purpose of getting control of the entire planet, that that was its main purpose. And I also remember I had a conversation, I think it was in March, with somebody from Australia. He was talking to me about astrology or something like this. And blurting out of my mouth, I said, this this is going to fail. In other words, for a period of time it will be working, but eventually it's totally going to fail. And I think... Part of the clue about this is is we see a lot of people are protesting right now. They're, they're no longer happy to sit at home. Now, this is not to say that the, the virus itself is fake. No, it's real. And the reason I know it's real is because one of the videos I saw, uh, probably was in February, I think, was from China. When it hit in China, there were a lot of people who got sick. I mean, in that video, you just saw people coming to the hospital and and uh, people who were in beds and people who had passed away so it was really bad but i think since 
that moment because now in China, and I don't think people really know this, and it's because we have contacts in China, they're telling us that their life is getting back to normal now. So like, for example, mm-hmm. we had some carvers of crystal skulls, and all of a sudden I start hearing from them, and I couldn't talk to them. Like one friend, he told me China is really evil, and then I never heard from him again. <clears throat> and then I started talking to his um, crystal carving uh, company and another carver in China, and they all told me, no, everything is coming back to normal now. So, um, so this is probably where we will eventually head. Unless, of course, if this was manufactured on purpose, they're going to try to do something again. They're going to try to keep this. But the reason that I'm trying to promote that we're going to move to a positive way and that people should look at the YouTube videos to see what this is all about and to hear opinions from people who are not in the media that are actual medical doctors or people who are doing serious research or whatever is so that as the major media starts telling us, oh, there's millions of people who are sick with this, I know from what I saw on the other side that is not correct. And there's many other mm-hmm. people who also feel the same. The numbers they're giving us is to create more panic and fear. It, 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 it isn't there. I just know it isn't there. Yes, you, you still have to be careful, of course. You have to go with your intuition of what it is that's the best thing for you to do. Uh, to take care of yourself, but um, the whole thing, it's just not what it's appearing to be. And I think that, at least what I'm reading, there's probably like there's a war that's going on right now that's a cleansing, that's cleaning up the planet. And they can't announce it yet because um, the people they're fighting, they don't want them to know exactly what they're doing. So, So anyway, Crystal Skulls are involved in this to help bring an energy of peace and and love and harmony for our planet. The positive galactics are involved in this because they know that the future of our planet is we're going to evolve into 5D. That's where we're heading. But the other thing that I believe, and this comes from some of the information I've gotten with UFOs, and I'm going to turn it back over to you if you have questions to ask me because I'm making your job too easy here. Just keep talking. But is that... We like that, don't we? It's so interesting. <laughs> we can't stop. Keep going. Right, but You're there's so one more funny, point here. Joshua. Let me just finish this. One more Go point, ahead. and then I'll stop. Okay. That there are slow-learning souls here on the Earth who are not ready for 5D. And there is another planet that's already prepared that's like the Earth. Of course, you know, they're finding there's many Earth-like planets, so I don't know where this planet is, where the slow learners will be taken, and they will continue to go through the experience of 3D, you know, because in truth, there is no time and there is no space. But the only way you can experience that is you have to go into meditation or go into, you know, a quiet space and, and just experience it inwardly. So a lot is happening Uh, major transformations going on and the pandemic to me is the sign that now it's really happening okay like you like you said uh, Patricia in the beginning the world as we know it is never going to go back to what it was it's just not going to be completely different and um, but I see it it's going to be very positive now if things are going as the as they're reporting that you know they're cleaning up, they're doing a really good job of doing this. And Trump actually has been doing this since he was president. 
That's why he visited all these countries in the beginning. He told them if they don't follow what's going to happen, then he would start sharing some information they don't want to be shared about themselves. So I think um, in the end, everybody will be very happy. So the key to all this is that even though it's crazy, be positive. Go day by day, do fun stuff, you know, like go on the Internet, watch movies, learn, talk to friends with Skype and Zoom. Um, there's so much that you can still do, even though the, uh, many places in the world are locked down. So, Okay, so I'm going to be oh, quiet right. Yeah, so, you know, it's uh, we all have our perspectives on the mask situation. I don't mind wearing a mask because then I have to wear less makeup. So I like Point. that. Okay. <laughs> you know, I find the good in that kind of thing. So that's no problem. If it helps even just a little bit, happy to do it. However, I think you're right in terms of this. Everybody needs to listen to their real intuition. You know, exactly. not the egocentric, I have to do what I have to do kind of statements, but their real intuition so that they know what the best treatments are for them across the board. And I'm talking about every illness, every situation where you may need to involve a medical professional for some help. You still need to ask yourself, is this the right treatment for me? Whether it's hydroxychloroquine or something else. So it's just an important thing to ask. And I will share this with everybody. I'm also very much in touch with medical researchers right now who have been comparing COVID to scleroderma. I'm very familiar with scleroderma and all of the effects of it. And COVID is is definitely a match in a lot of ways for, for this autoimmune issue. So it's interesting to note that one of the treatments for scleroderma is hydroxychloroquine. So people that have autoimmune diseases like that or even lupus can get a prescription for hydroxychloroquine if they need it because it is used legitimately for autoimmune and it can they can also use it if, God forbid, they get COVID. So it's an interesting comparison. This is not a typical virus. A lot of the problems with this, and my belief is seeing what I've seen medically, the reason for the lockdown, it, it, doesn't, it goes beyond the fact of contagion. It's because they don't know all of what this thing can do. Recent reports coming out are saying it's causing male infertility. So there's a lot of aspects to COVID that they are just beginning to understand, and they're not good. So it is very dangerous from that perspective, and it's, uh, it's also a horrible disease. I do know people that have had it. And it has been devastating to them in all ages, young and, and older people both. And I've seen them hit with this, and it, it really almost took them out. So uh, anyways, just keep asking yourselves, everybody, you know, what is the right treatment for me? What is the right plan of action? Some people feel better staying in their homes and not uh, attempting any kind of even uh, minimal socialization. You know, it's, all, it, it's all something you have to check in with yourself. And again, not from an ego perspective, but from a soul perspective, what's going to help me get through this? So that's all I need to say about that. How about you, PK? Do you have any comments? I'm thoroughly agreeing with you. Thoroughly agree Good. with you. <laughs> Got to take our time, take a look at it, but don't be frightened by it because it's only going to create more problems. Right, right. 
Yeah, it is a great unknown. And I think, too, Joshua, it's possible that this was engineered to control the population. However, it's also possible, as I've heard, that this got this virus was going to be released, but it got out accidentally early. They lost control of it, and that's why it's we're all in the situation that we're in. Can it be used to control a population? Most definitely. And that is, again, why you have to keep looking and sorting through the facts to find out what the best course of action is for yourself. So it's, you know, it's pretty dicey. Right. But it also is giving, let's say, to our extended spiritual family opportunity to spend more time inwardly to perhaps perhaps start getting messages. Why did you come here in this period of time? Because many of us Mm -hmm. have missions, you know. And um, one of the things that I think is happening through this is I've noticed that people like I used to know many years ago that I lost track with, all of a sudden they're showing up again, you know. So I think Mm -hmm. that there's connections that are starting to get made through this, which are maybe people who agreed before they were born that they're going to work on some projects together or whatever. So... I think we're going to come out of this okay. Um, you know, uh, I'm hopeful that the, the talk about Nasara, or they have another name, just Sara, that uh, this plan to uh, change our economy and our financial system so it's more fair and open, that that also is another consequence of what's going on instead of there being more control and and nobody having access to money. I actually did something today, which I've never done in my entire life, but I felt inspired to do. I bought gold. Wow. I think that's really and it's important. it's up to 2000 now, isn't it? Yeah. It's, got, yeah, it's, it's over going 2000. up pretty high. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I actually lost a few dollars because I should have done it yesterday. It went up yeah. again today. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh my God! But uh, but I think you know, and and maybe I did it because I want to show the universe I believe in the golden age, which is the prophecy of the peaceful time that we're going towards. So, I think um, oh. I think that we're going to see some good stuff coming up. And well, it's um, very encouraging, Joshua. It really is. It's it's a wonderful thing to hear that we have something positive like that to live for and to look forward to. Um, But I'm going to take a very short commercial break here. We're going to come back and we're going to go back to the Crystal Skulls. I also see we have somebody waiting to ask you a question. So we'll get them on the air too. Yep. And so uh, in the meantime, everybody, you are listening to Supernatural Girls Radio. We'll be right back. Pure essential oil, specialized mineral, and a revolutionary anti-aging technology, Astridium combines the best of all scientifically proven ingredients in easy-to-use creams, lotions, and concentrated serums. Astridian's advanced line of products take your skin to a new level of being healthy and beautiful. We offer a variety of collections that address all your skin concerns. The Essential Anti-Aging Series treats and moisturizes your skin for a long-lasting, younger look. The Multivitamin Series promotes healthy skin with high-quality vitamins and minerals. The Sports Series restores skin from cellular damage and stress. Astridian also offers a revitalizing solution for hair and a professional series for doctors and medical spas. 
Visit estridian.love today and begin your new journey to healthy, beautiful, youthful skin. Estridian, beyond your expectations. There are a lot of psychics out there. How do you decide which one is right for you? You look for someone who empowers you, who's practical and spiritually connected, who says, here are your opportunities, here are your challenges, and here's a way to deal with them, and then gives you your own toolbox to make your life everything you want it to be. Hi, I'm Corby Mitleid, and that's how I work with you. As a certified professional tarot reader, I've helped thousands of people for over 40 years through my toolbox. Cards, past life retrieval, numerology, spirit guide conferences, and mediumship. Whether it's career, relationships, finances, or your spiritual road, Together, we can replace your confusion with clarity. And you'll probably find a little laughter along the way. Visit me at CorbyMitlide.com to find out how to cross your bridge from fear to fearlessness and fly. And tell me you found me at Supernatural Girls for a special gift with your reading. Corby Mitlide, the practical psychic for catching your tomorrows today. Find me at CorbyMitlide.com. That's CorbyMitlide.com. Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Are you frustrated with endless mantras, affirmations, and processes that promise to align your life with your dreams only to find yourself years later in the same space where you began? Do you feel like you must be doing something wrong because nothing seems to be working? Don't you just wish that someone could shift your consciousness for you and your life could align with your desires without all the effort? Well, your wish is about to come true. Hi, I'm Carrie Cannon, and I have a gift that allows me to align the consciousness of others to be in harmony with their dreams. The best part is, it requires no particular effort on your part. Upon listening to a consciousness alignment, people have reported instant energy shifts, financial windfalls, soulmate connections, healed relationships, physical healings, and more. To gain access to a free trial offer for my entire Manifesting Miracles Library of Consciousness Alignments, go to commandmiracles.com now for details. Again, that's commandmiracles.com for information about our free trial offer. That's commandmiracles.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. We are speaking tonight with one of our very favorite people in the whole world, Joshua Shapiro. He's an expert on so many topics, UFOs, crystal skulls, 
Galactics. He knows a lot, and we're so graced to have him here with us tonight. And I'm also here, of course, with PK. We're having a great time, aren't we, PK? This is fun. I am so thrilled with all the information that Joshua's had to tell us tonight. It's just mind-boggling, absolutely mind-boggling. Yeah, it's a lot to think about. And we do have a caller who is waiting patiently. So let me bring him on. Let's see. Where's that hot mic? It's coming up slowly. Okay, hi, you're live on the air. Do you have a question for Joshua? I didn't know. I was just listening. It's you. How are you? Okay, I you, you had a question. I would love to help him get confirmation more on everything he's doing because I am somebody that I guess came here to do some big things. I don't know. People just don't have the time to delve into everything <clears throat> Excuse me, that I've been through, but I even share common background with the president, and I have things to change the entire global economy as well as education, politics, religion, and more. So if you're able to have him connect with me, I would like to give confirmation well, of I'll what he's you, saying. I'll tell you what we'll do, because one of the things I wanted to Joshua to share is how people can get a hold of him, because, Joshua, you also offer private reading, and I wanted right. to make sure people know about that, as well as access to uh, purchasing your own crystal skull, because you have some of the best people in the world working with you. So how can uh, Hugh get a hold of you and the rest of our audience? What's the best way to reach you? Uh, via email, Hugh, crystalskullexplorers at gmail.com, or just look up Joshua Shapiro and Crystal Skulls, and you'll find our, our website. And our website is CSE, like Crystal Skull Explorer, dot crystalskullexplorers.com, CSE.crystalskullexplorers.com. Those are the two best ways. You can find me on Facebook, too, you know, so any of those ways, I, or you'll probably run into some of my other radio shows. All of a sudden, I'm starting to do a whole mess of them. So, <laughs> yeah. Lucky for us. Yeah. Yes, I know. So, you know, if you Thank have you. any questions or you want to talk, uh, a lot of different people I'm connecting with now, talking on many different subjects, and even to do some experiments. Like there's one friend I've known for a long time, also named Joshua, who has... Uh, you know, there's these uh, discs, I forget what they're called, but they're um, made from rock or something like that, and they have etched sketches on them. There's a certain name for them. So he's gonna, we're going to do a, a Zoom call, and he's going to hold up one of those discs, and I'm going to hold up a crystal skull, and we're going to see how the two energies match with Ooh. that. So, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Yes. So it's pretty amazing. It sounds terrific. So you don't have any specific question, Hugh? Yes, I uh, would like to ask you because I did have an interaction with Laura Magdalene Eisenhower on a, mm-hmm. a blog talk show out of Australia years ago, uh, Oculus Radio, and uh, she has talked a lot about uh, teleportation and Andrew Basagio too. I don't know if you're aware of him. Yes, and I am. Also, they do mention that President Obama was involved in the. Uh, Mars teleportations. So I don't know how much you're aware of that, but that was very interesting to me. I didn't know about Obama, but I would suspect that based upon the people that he was working with, that was probably so. So I thank you for sharing that. Yes, and I don't uh, do anything on the Internet. It's all put there by people 
who interact with me. If I can give you three words to Google, you'll see my number on some of the pages, and that would be good information for you to research on who I am and what I'm doing. If, okay. If, if, yes, just Google my last name, Charlson, T like Tom, R-A-U-L, S like Sam, E like Edward, N like Nancy, the next word, and A-N-D, and the third word, uh, Trump, T-R-U-M-P. And for Patricia Kirkman, I wasn't able to get back to you, but I was looking to give you some entertainment during your convalescence. Quite a couple in New Jersey that are doing COVID concerts out of their kitchens. It's very interesting. <laughs> wow. uh, if you just put uh, Joey, Joey, J-O-E-Y, Arminio, A-R-M-I-N-I-O dot com. I think you'll get a kick out of that. And Patricia Thanks. Baker, too, because they have their dog, Basil, uh, do it in the kitchen with them. Oh, what fun. That's <laughs> adorable. Well, Hughes, thank you so thank much. You. Well, thank, thank you, you for, for bringing me on. I love what you're doing. We'll get there. We all just have to know that there's two types of energy, positive and negative uh, positive energy is love. That's the God energy, and that's what we have right. to open up to right now. Well, we'll talk that's to you good again advice. soon, you, because it's great uh, talking with you. All right. You yes, take care. You take God care. bless. Bye-bye. Thank God bless. you. So getting back to the crystal skulls, um, it sounds like you're doing some more interesting experiments with these. And is there anything that you're noticing in uh, a change with the crystal skulls itself with what's going on? Are you noticing that their vibrations are changing also? No, I'm not really noticing that, like with our personal skulls, that they're really changing. I think what's happening is more and more people are becoming more receptive to the idea that maybe this could be a tool that they could use to help them in their spiritual evolution and growth. Uh, so mm-hmm. we've had a lot of contact, you know, with new people. Like I was surprised how many people on the Coast to Coast radio show I was on actually went ahead and ordered a crystal skull as a result of what I was talking about with them. So mm-hmm. I think um, I think this is the change that I see is that they're becoming more and more popular and accepted as a tool uh, to help people. Uh, one of the ladies who ordered some skulls, she keeps writing to me about all her experiences since she's got them and how they're helping her. So it, it's just kind of like, um, you know, a tool. Now, the the one thing I would say about the crystal skulls is is that every person is going to be different as far as which type of gemstone might they have the greatest affinity for. Like, for example, the first crystal skulls that really came out and were talked about were made from quartz crystal, but now the modern carvers are making skulls of every any gemstone you can imagine. So I just noticed that with different people, you know, like if they're looking, let's say, on our website or eBay or whoever, another company that sells crystal skulls, they're going to find themselves drawn to certain skulls that are made from certain type of gemstones. And um, I forgot what the name was. My friends in Canada, they're the ones who are offering this 10% to your users. Uh, They were telling me that this uh, space mineral, which um, is becoming very popular, they're making skulls out of. But, again, I can't remember exactly the name. Is it Moldavite? Yes, that's it. See, Patricia, I don't have to memorize things. You know it all. Just ask me. (laughs) I covered that. Moldavite is beautiful, too. 
Yeah, yeah so <laughs> Moldavite skulls are very popular right now. Right. Exactly. The size of the skull make a difference. Yeah, exactly. So that's the, the only thing I'm really noticing. And yeah, go Joshua, ahead. does the size of the skull? I think what PK was just asking you is: this, does the, does the size, size of the skull, skull make a difference? difference? No, it doesn't. So it could be anywhere from an inch to as large as they come, huh? Right, and here's the reason why. Um, the crystal skulls that are coming to individuals who are serious about working with them, there's a living consciousness that works through the skulls. And I've I've talked to a lot of different people about this. It's not just something that Country and I are experiencing. A lot of people are, are talking with their skulls or having a communication. I have it telepathically. I hear it in my mind's voice. Um <clears throat> You know, like sometimes when I'm doing my session, the crystal skull will have a message for the person. But I don't need the crystal skull for the session. It's just there. It helps with the energy or whatever. So because this living consciousness comes through these skulls, the size doesn't matter. Okay, it's like the, the gemstone becomes the conduit for, and I'm calling them spiritual or dimensional sources. It's a way for them to have contact with us And then the other thing for people is if they're looking at their skull, it kind of looks like a face. So it's like a person. So they feel like they're having a conversation with a person. You know, like the the first crystal skull I received is Portal de Luz, Portal of Light. And he's a 10-pound smoky quartz skull made by Brazilian carver. And, you know, when I talk with Portal, it's like, you know, he's a person. And... um, we had many adventures together where we traveled to different places. And I feel like through all of our travels and the other skulls that he's met and his brother and sister skulls that we have, that he has grown. He's become like he was like a teenager when I met him, and now he's a young adult. So he's evolving, hmm. too. And, um, you know, he he also mirrors some aspects of myself. He's a comedian, a lot of times. so And he's the only skull that will allow me, and I don't know how I do this, because 10 pounds, you can't throw it very far, but I throw him in the air and dance with him when I used to do public lectures. So oh, people my. would all go, oh, my God, he's going to drop it. I never dropped him. We just have, you know, uh, it, we're in total sync with each other. So but if I now, try to do that. What is the cost of these? Joshua, somebody um, just texted me and want to know what is the cost? I'm sure there's a wide range depending on the gemstone, but what do they range? Well, the cost is, of course, based on the size. So, I mean, it can be a couple of dollars to several thousands of dollars. And then it depends upon the quality of the work, too. If there's a carver, you know, who spends six months to a year making the skull, then obviously he'll probably charge a higher higher rate for it. But... Um, you know, they they just range in price. However, like everything else, over time as they become popular, they seem to go up in price. So some people charge fairly uh, expensive fees for the skulls. But, you know, there's still people that will charge you a reasonable fee, like my friends that I'm working with. They so have your all friends in of... Canada, uh, how, mm-hmm. how does this work? So because I have friends here who are texting me, they would like, to get the right crystal skull for them. How does that work? Do they contact you and say, would you help me find the right skull for me? Well, um, I can do an initial discussion <laughs> with them and, you know, talk with them and see what they're looking for or, 
if they have a specific color or a certain type of stone. But th these friends that I know, they have every type of skull that you can imagine. So what the person will do is they just write to my email, crystalskullexplorers at gmail.com, tell me they heard, heard on your radio show. I have a special coupon code that I give them that's connected to the listeners of the radio show, and I give them the website of my friends, and then they can go to their website. Look, and, and what I just tell people, see if one jumps out at you or resonates with you, okay? Because you cannot make a mistake. Let's say, for example, you decide, okay, I want to get a crystal skull, so you get a small one to start with. Maybe that's just your mm -hmm. practice skull. It's not a serious one. It's just to get used to, I have a skull, I'm meditating with it. Oh, I'm going to take it with me to work. I'm going to take it with me out into nature. I'm going to share it with friends. You know, whatever experiences you have with it, then it would prepare you for the next one, which can be serious. So, or there mm -hmm. might be a certain color. <clears throat> like, I'm partial to sky blue. So that's why I wrote an entire book of traveling three times to Peru looking for the blue skull in Peru. I have a vision of this skull all the time. And I'm and when I have visions I don't see color. So somehow I I'm experiencing that it has this color. You know, that it has this sky blue. I can kind of see it in my mind's eye. So you know it, Have it's they an ever adventure. made them out of Larimar? Which is I don't know exactly. so I'm asking. <clears throat> right. I don't know exactly what are all the stones they've made. All the popular ones I know that they've made mm -hmm. crystal skulls from. I have not heard of that particular stone. But, you know, if you went to the carvers and said, look, if I paid you to get a large block of it, could you make me a crystal skull? They probably would say yes, because they're using diamond tip tools to carve it. And since diamond is the hardest substance, no matter what the stone is, they have somebody who has an ability to carve something that detailed. So it probably can Well, be that's done. fascinating. Yeah, because Laramar, the reason I was thinking of this is because you said the sky blue color, which Laramar can be and usually is, can also be green, but it's blue. It also has this amazing attribute where when you wear it or you hold it in your hand, it really yeah. brings you peace. And thinking about, you know, the mission you're involved in, that you might want to ask them about Laramar because that might be the, the blue skull. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there. this usually comes from one place, which is in the Dominican Republic. So right. There's a mine there. So, uh, anyways, I don't know why okay. I'm telling you this, but I guess it's it's important. So. Okay. Well, I'll write it down, and we'll see what they say about that. But the blue yeah, skull yeah. I'm talking about in particular is one that is very ancient and old that I'm not even sure it's made from quartz <laughs> crystal. It could be gold. Like I forgot the oh. name of this man I talked to, but there was a man I talked to when I was in Arizona one time. He knew I was involved in crystal skulls, and I remember he said, how, how do you know they're quartz? Maybe they're gold. Do you know there's an alchemical process, which apparently he knew, where you can change gold into any color you want? Wow, really? So it could be this translucent sky blue that I see. I don't know, because I know the skull was in Lemuria and Atlantis. I have the, I had a definitive vision of being in a temple in Lemuria when I was in Peru, because Lemuria, when, they, when Lemuria sank, the Andes Mountains rose. But I think that part of Peru and South America, especially the eastern coast, was part of Lemuria. Okay, 
And so I saw mm-hmm. this temple, which I knew was Lemurian, high up in the Andes Mountains, and that's where I saw the blue skull uh, existed. Oh. It was in a glass case with 12 other ones. Mm-hmm. So, but all so of that is covered... Some... Yeah, and isn't there some legend about <clears throat> these skulls all being brought together at some yes, point? There, yes, there's the legend of 13 crystal skulls, uh, which um, there's different interpretations of it. Some call them master skulls, of which all the other ones came from. Um, there were purportedly 12 or 13 healing temples in Atlantis, so they could have been one of these, each of these skulls there. And then also in our book, Mystery of the Crystal Skulls Revealed, which you mentioned before, we had a channel named Michael Kent who talked about in Atlantis that they actually had um, a circle of 13 skulls. They had one in the center surrounded by 12, and I think they were on a crystal dais that rotated, and it created some mm-hmm. kind of very powerful vortex, which was used for communication. So, and then indigenous people also have legends about 13 skulls, or the Mayans talk about 52, which is four times 13. So maybe they had a set of 13, and different three other indigenous cultures had their own set of 13. But the number 13, of course, comes up a lot within many religions. In Mm, Judaism, which I was brought up, the Levite, which the 12 tribes of Israel, the Christ and the Mm -hmm. 12 apostles. So there's something about this one in 12 that's very important. So the the idea is, at least as presented in my novel called Crystal Skull Chronicles, is the 13 skulls were together at one time. They got separated to protect them, and now they will come back together again. And when they are all together again, they emit some kind of electromagnetic frequency, which is the catalyst to take our Earth into 5D. So oh, whether that's oh true or not, I don't know, but that's what my story shares. So. I like that. But Josh, that's a wonderful when story. we first started talking, you had mentioned there was a book you were going to talk to us about or tell us about that you offer to uh, the, the three free e-books, yes. So, uh-huh. so when I went on Coast to Coast, I thought I should just offer free e-books for people. So now I'm doing it for all the radio shows I'm doing. So the three ebooks are the Crystal Skull free ebook that I've offered since 2004. It's the 2018 edition, only 100 pages. I don't know anybody who's going to give you a 100 page free ebook. Then I did a smaller ebook about what I found and was learning about the possibility of us being in a computer simulated reality. And that in the Blue Skull book, I added to it to the latest edition. We went to, it's called Amaru Maru. It's a gigantic stone door that's near Lake Titicaca in Peru. When Katrina and I did our right, when Katrina Mm -hmm. and I did our one and only tour, we went to see that door. (coughs) And so, of course, I went with Portal de Luz and did a meditation in front of it. And I sang my. my great song that I've written called the Crystal Skull theme song. I warned all the people, because I put on my uh, MP3 player, I'm going to be singing with myself to this, so if you want to sing with me, you can. And so I sang this the Crystal Skull theme song. But the key is Jerry Wills, who was in- interviewed uh, about some of his experience in Peru, was told by shaman 
and taught by the shaman, if you emit a certain sound in front of that door, you can go through and go to the other side. Purportedly, this is one of the doors to the scientists who have created our computer-simulated universe. So when, when I saw Jerry Will's interview, and I forget the name of the lady, she did the cattle mutilations, so you probably know who I'm talking about. Linda Moulton Howe. Right. Yeah, see, when, again, Patricia, and, I don't And also, Jerry's been on names. our show, and he, he did share that entire experience, yes, which is unbelievably great. Yes, amazing. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. So when he went through, he contacted the scientists. So those scientists, because I stood in front of the door, I can hear them talking to me, but I can't hear what they're saying. Mm. It's just mm. like their voice are, are bouncing off my head. Um, so this is purportedly one of the doors that supports this idea where these scientists will come through periodically to see what's going on on the Earth so they can be present instead of looking at it from a long distance because Jerry Will saw it as a construct in front of him with some kind of iron beams holding it up or something. So it's very, very yeah, interesting. Yeah, his experience is incredible that he actually passed through that stone doorway with those yeah. tones. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it's amazing he held himself together through that experience because it was, yeah. I mean, his wife, newly married, uh, just uh, watched him disappear right in front of her. So I know by talking to her that it was a a frightening moment when he disappeared through that door. And it was frightening for him, too, because then he was thinking, how the hell am I going to get back? (laughs) And they were asking him, how did you get here? Very true. Where did you come from? Yeah, right. They were surprised by his appearance. Right. Now, I did try try to have a similar experience at the real Field of Dreams baseball field, which still exists. I went to the Uh cornfield and put my hand in, but nothing happened. So I did get to pitch off the mound, though, so at least I got to do that. Oh, hey, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, that whole experience that Jerry had is is absolutely intriguing. And also because when he was on our show and talked about the whole thing happening, he said that, you know, when he got into the – on the other side of that door, and he was in a white, all white room, and yeah. this voice like came over, like a, you know, like almost like an intercom type of thing, and and he was trying to get some information about you know our universe, and apparently what they told him was it was an accident. We just wanted to see what would happen if we did this mm-hmm. or that, and they did this or that, and this whole thing took off. So it, they wanted to see where they were in the universe, and they ended up creating our universe. So, you know, yeah. Jerry is like you, a very remarkable man, and mm-hmm. we we love Jerry, and we we really respect his viewpoint on all of this. And of, of all the things we've heard about the origins of our universe, this one really made a lot of sense. So, and I'm yeah, thrilled it, Jerry made it back. <laughs> My God. Yeah. He made it back to the door. I guess they told him, just go to the door and do the same tones, and he did, and he came out the other side. And he has witnesses to this, too. So, yeah, it's an amazing thing to think that we are an accident, and it was the spark of life that just kept creating. So fascinating, fascinating. What it is is the um, souls are looking for new experiences, and they probably thought, oh, there's another universe. Let's go experience it and see what that is and then put the spark of life into it. And then the sci- and then it amazed the scientists that evolution was starting to happen there. 
because as I recall, Jerry said they created it so they could understand their own universe. So that's they right. They were trying simulation. to see where they were. Yes, that's mm-hmm. exactly. exactly what they did. So, but so, when you think about it, all creation is through the power of mind. So, in other words, mm-hmm. first we have creator, and creator was probably saying, "I want to experience everything that." I can think about. And so all the universes mm-hmm. started to manifest, and then those universes created other universes, and it's just this constant, infinite spiral. So it's really uh, quite magical. So I was in front of that door. I didn't go in, but there was, um, you know, there was one strange thing that did happen. Somebody was videotaping my meditation, and there was a strange object that that flew very quickly in front of his camera, which we don't know what it was. Oh, so, my. So that that took place. And I dropped Portado loose two times in front of that door, and there was a crack that appeared in him in the back. I think that that was intentional because he was probably shifting his crystal lattice to accept certain frequencies of energy. And that oh, crack, yeah. you know, like if I look at the back of his head now, it's not there anymore. But it was very prevalent, a little tiny whole-size whole crack in the back of his head. And, you know, I oh, wasn't my. trying to do that, but it happened twice, according to Katrina. So, oh, my So anyway, Gosh. I would highly recommend for people to go see that door. It's pretty amazing. It is mm-hmm. very imposing. And the thing looks so incredibly thick. And there's no way of opening it, like with a handle, or there's no way of doing that, right? No, it's just stone. Okay, so solid stone. It's solid stone, but you know, really, we think of our reality that everything here is solid, but it isn't. It's a vibrational frequency, and everything's Mm -hmm. in the same vibrational frequency, so it feels solid. So that's why, you know, like if you have a spirit around you, it passes through you because its vibrational frequency is much higher than ours. So it's just vibration. So so apparently by making that tone, he activates the door to shift its vibrational frequency so the person can walk through. Yes. Now now that does remind me of another story related to crop circles and working with Portal Toulouse. Would that be of interest to talk about right now? Absolutely. We we only have about three minutes left, so go ahead. Okay, it'll have to be fast. Um, so anyway, I did a meditation with Portal Toulouse in a crop circle in England, and we had a device to measure the frequency of energy at the center, which was always zero. However, Portal Toulouse, when he was near there, he showed a... Um, a field of energy vibrating up and down very fast, like it was negating itself to explain why it was zero. But after I meditated with him with Pasha Bell's cannon, um, and then we put him into the center of the circle, then the reading was off the scale. It was no longer zero. So again, it was working with uh, crystal skull and music. We were able to do an activation on the crop circle. So anyway, crystal skulls give you a lot of adventures and experiences. Well, and it sounds so positive. I mean, because it, it, and I'm understanding more about them as you've shared with us during the show. Mm-hmm. Because I was wondering, well, what's the difference, you know, between just a quartz crystal that you work with and a crystal skull? But it, it does make sense that there's more energy involved with the crystal skull, and there's more communication that may be possible in a way we can understand with a crystal skull right. versus just a regular crystal. 
Right. It's the consciousness that works through it, plus its shape. It's like us, so we have a relationship. We can relate to the crystal as looking sort of like us versus one that has no form. That makes so much sense. Thank you for sharing that, because I've often wondered, now, now I'm the only one on the show without a crystal skull, because PK, you have one, and yes, Joshua, I you do. have many. <laughs> I don't bet he does. So, well, you know who so to Joshua, talk to if you want help. <laughs> I do, I do. So, And I know there's a lot of people that have been texting me during the show that want the same help from you. So please repeat again the best way for people to get a hold of you and where to find you on the Internet. Right. So crystalskullexplores at gmail.com is our email. cse.crystalskullexplores.com is our website. Or look for me on Facebook under Joshua Shapiro. So ask me any questions. You get the 10% discount on the crystal skulls. If you contact me and you get the coupon code or you say, Joshua, I want those three ebooks. So the three ebooks again is crystal skulls, uh, computer simulation, and the last one is the message from Arges from the future. Well, this is a, quite a generous gift to everybody. So, yes, I know people are going to be contacting you about that. I'll be contacting you about a crystal skull since I don't own one. I have none in my collection. So I think Just that's a time for change. That you allow yourself a new one. I do need yeah. a birthday present. <laughs> right. And if you're into UFOs, we're going to have an ET skull that should be available pretty soon hmm. called the oh. King Leilani Jr., which is a star being shaped skull. And the first Ooh. one will be made out of amethyst. We have one, so it's actually, you know, like brother-sister skulls to this one. Special Carver in China is making them for us. Oh, how exciting. Yes. Well, Joshua, thank you so much for a very wonderful, delightful, informative evening. This has been terrific. And so I know we'll be in touch with you, and you'll have even more information when we bring you back next time. So thanks again, and everybody will be back next week with another great show. And until then, we'll see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural.